Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's edition of the Chapter by Chapter Podcast. I am your host, Will Cowan. With me, I got my good friend and co-host, Steve. We're back again doing another episode of Dune Messiah. Listen, I'm here. I'm excited to announce the launch of my new campaign. Listen, in Canada, right, our currency, your money, our dollar is called the loonie, right? I'm starting my campaign. Go to change.org. We're changing it to the Dooney. Oh, that's right. We also have a $2 coin called the Toonie, and that's also going to be called the Dooney. The Dooney Messiah. (laughs) And, of course, you can go and sign up to our Patreon, patreon.com slash chapter by chapter for as little as one Dooney per month. As as little as one Dooney. I think, don't you think there's going to be like a little bit of a confusion, a little bit of confusion when people are like, I've got... Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) But let's talk, okay, before we get into the chapter, I want to spend a few minutes talking about the design of the Dooney. Obviously, one side's going to have the sandworm. The other side, or what are we? What are we talking? Two sandworms. About? I are mean, we, it's going to be Paul. Is, should it be Paul, or should we like have a rotating head? Should it be Aaliyah, Stilgar? And we're talking like Denis Villeneuve's version. I want a big old Batista head on one of my on one of my coins. Yeah, well, we can start a whole collectible line again. Patreon.com/slash chapter by chapter. Exactly. All <laughs> right, everybody, we are getting into. Chapter 17 today. This is probably the most action-packed chapter that we've had yet. It is. Things are happening. Things are happening. Things are moving. Uh, I like Before we get into the chapter introduction, Like, do you feel relieved now that there's something happening? Other than just like... A little bit. Yeah. I'm just glad that we're sort of past the, uh, you know, who's going to get who pregnant. That yeah. whole thing. Yeah. That seems more you or know, less kind of resolved and, and, at this point. And, you know, the hate and Aaliyah stuff is sort of taking a backseat. So, you know, I'm doing okay. For now. We don't know where else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's going to go. Not what I, yeah, not what I wanted to hear. But, you know, I'm doing okay. (laughs) That's good. That's good. All right, Steve. Hit me with that sweet chapter introduction. The convoluted wording of legalisms grew up around the necessity to hide from ourselves the violence we intend toward each other. Between depriving a man of one hour from his life and depriving him of his life, there exists only a difference of degree. You have done violence to him, consumed his energy. Elaborate euphemisms may conceal your intent to kill, but behind any use of power over another, the ultimate assumption remains. I feed on your energy. (laughs) Addenda to orders in council. The Emperor Paul Muad'Dib. I gotta say, man, Paul, I I don't know what kind of brand he's going for when it comes to, like, his content creation team. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is, this is interesting. This is interesting. And this lends to my whole Paul losing his mind, becoming evil, which is already happening, but I'm just, you know. He wants that energy, and I and I get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't I'm know. Constantly if... hunting around looking for energy I can sap off of people. But like, how many books did this guy like? Th- th- this guy write or like order to write? Like, how many were ghost written? Like, what's his what's his over to overall content strategy? What is his content team? What does his con- content team look like? You know, when are all these people writing all of these books? There's so many books, and we oh, never they're... have see- scenes or anything of, of characters writing no and all all they do is all it seems they do is write yep yeah yeah all, it, they just have not non-stop write 
writers all the time. Maybe they do one of those things that's like a it's like a it's like a speaking voice to text sort of situation, you know? Instead of just typing it out. Yeah, but there's not enough typos for that. There's not enough errors. Voice to text always says the most fucked up things. It's like I text my mom, I'm like, Hey, how you doing? It's been a while since I contacted you. So hope everything's well. Say hi yeah. to dad. And then the text and then what it actually says is like, Hey mom, I've just been smoking meth for three months and I want to fuck dad. <laughs> And I'm like, whoa! Sorry, mom. Texas speech. <laughs> Your poor mom's going. Uh... <laughs> How do I respond? She gets to this? it. She knows. She knows yeah. I've been using Texas speech my whole life. There is kind of like an age. There is kind of like an age, like range of when uh, Texas speech kind of like you just take, you just adopt it, and it's at that forty-five plus range. And I've seen yes. that happen. Like you just take it's a, it. It's the, the same age you get right back into Facebook. It's just yes. like all of a sudden Facebook is super alluring. You got to get on there, right? So that when your text to speech goes wrong, you can post it on Facebook. Let everyone know how silly it was. Yeah. Because you're silly. You're having fun. <laughs> you're just silly. You're just a silly little goober. All right. So chapter 17. This one is, uh, this one's a big deal because this kind of sets Paul on his path for the rest of the for the rest of the series, for everything, everything that we know Paul for, this is, this is going to have an, this moment is going to have an impact on him. So what happens is, is that he comes out, comes out with himself, you know, the jazz is with him. He's going, mm-hmm. mm, and do indubitably bygones. Be jazz. Be jazz. Indubitably. 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 Yeah, buddy. <laughs> bygones. Keep saying, keep on By- fucking saying it. Say it for By- five minutes. <laughs> Bygones. <laughs> Paul's like, fuck. This guy does suck. And then out of right from behind him. I think B Jaws is like also kind of like, we gotta get out of here. There's but there's bygones to bygone, and I don't feel good about these particular bygones. We gotta bet we gotta bail. He's like, Why what's what's the hurry? What's you know? And then suddenly Starts. from behind Paul, from Othheim's house house. A big explosion happens. A big pillar of fire shoots out wow. from time's house. And uh, it's a stone burner. Now, Steve, do you know what a stone burner is? You know what? Uh, this is something to cook a pizza on. Yes. That's my first uh, first guess. Yes. Okay. Now, I can I can relate to this because uh, last night I, um, I had some pizza and I put way too many chili flakes on it. So this oh, morning no. I had my own sort of blast of fire, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> his own particular stone burner very so, uncomfortable very uncomfortable this morning so so stone burners are effectively like nuclear weapons they're banned by the convention that the, all the houses agree on and that the convention actually takes us back to the very first book i don't think we talked about the convention at, at all in this book yet um for those who are joining us and just kind of listening and don't have any care uh, for those who are just listening because they like us and don't care about dune which is like yeah, hey, maybe one or two. You. <laughs> I think there's more. I think there's more than you think, buddy. Yeah, maybe. Um, Stone. Uh, the convention pretty much bans families from using nuclear weapons on each other because it it's too much of a uh, it's too much of a danger for the rest of the population, and all the families tend to agree that you need the population on a planet to kind of harvest your harvest your uh, resources, right? If you don't have a, uh, if you don't have the people, yeah. you don't have mm-hmm. resources. So you can't just go around shooting innocents all over the place. So they're banned. 
All these nuclear weapons. Well, can you use it on your own family, maybe? Absolutely. Right? Yeah, no problem. Yeah, maybe you got a cousin who's rubbing you the wrong way. Yeah, but the I think the line the the line that's drawn is the is the innocent people, you know. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's a big that's a big thick line, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, as long as the innocent people are by and large okay, then you should be you should be okay. That's why they carry out all this like war of assassins stuff. You know what I mean? Which is interesting. Yeah, yeah so no one needs to know. Which is interesting that Paul is still following certain conventions and like rules of the previous Imperium. Do you think that he probably like looked at it and considered like, fuck it, I'll just, I'll use nuclear weapons. I'm Paul Muad'Dib, bitch. Uh, I, I, I do think he's above the law. Yeah. Like, well, like, I think he thinks he's above the law. Like when, like when you're looking at the context is. of the Jihad and the Jihad, which is just sweeping the universe and just destroying you know, billions of people. What's the difference? Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't think either are good. It's true. Thanks, Steve. Right. I don't think the GI should be happening either. I think mm-hmm. the law is there for a reason. Exactly. So that everyone should be following. So the stone burner is a nuclear weapon banned by the conventions, but it's being used at this moment. By the conspirators against Paul. And what the Stoneburner does, it shoots a big old blast of fire into the sky. And it basically just drills a hole into the earth. You know, right into the ground. And even Paul, like, says something along the lines of, like, man, I hope this thing isn't too powerful. Because if it gets to the core, it could split this planet right in half. Yeah, which means it's probably, that might happen. But I guess we can't also destroy Arrakis. We kind of need it. I, I also want to note that that's the that is the plan of Doctor Evil in the very first Austin Powers movie, is the drill. It hole. was going to work. It was, was going to work. work if it wasn't for Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's crazy how these like ideas kind of flow in 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 of each other. All right, so what the stone burner does because the light that shoots out of the earth is so fucking bright. Brightest thing you've ever seen in your entire life. Brightest it's day. Darkest night. Little Green Lantern for uh, you. I forget the rest of it. Green yeah. Lantern. Yeah, so does DC and all of Warner Brothers Discovery. <laughs> yeah, fucking take that shit. Bam. Bam. All right. Uh, it's so hot, so bright that it burns the eye sockets of everybody that's looking at it, including Paul's. <laughs> well, Paul's Paul's got super eyes. He's got super eyes. Well, this is what's really interesting about this chapter is that when the stone burner activates, he pretty much like that event. I'm not exactly sure what kind of happens, but that event coupled with his prescience kind of locks Paul in step with his prescient path, you know, and that's how that's how he's able to see everything around him without his eyes. He's he's locking step with his prescience. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I, I get it. He's becoming, he's manifesting his own destiny. Or manifesting a destiny that was already thrust upon him. Because that's what destiny is. Well, you don't get to choose. You don't get to choose your own destiny. That's completely different from. It what, just happens. But if you can figure it out and align, right? Align your, sh- your chakras, I guess. Right? Yeah. Then you're fucking on track, man. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know what? I heard this before from a friend of mine. She said, 
if you have moments of deja vu, that means your life is going in the right direction. So I feel like this is kind of like a, that deja vu is like a, like a minute version of that. And let me tell you, man, I have deja vu every, all the time. Speaking of lines, again, you know, where's the line between deja vu and, you know, just smoking so much weed that you just keep forgetting that you're doing the same things over and over again? That's a fine line. Because I get deja vu all the time, technically. I, me too. Me too. I had, a, I had some pizza for breakfast this morning. And, uh, Pizza's not for breakfast, Will. Oh, I think Pizza is a lunch listeners, and a dinner and a late night option. Listeners, sound off in the comments. Who's having pizza for Don't breakfast? Don't you dare put it on a fucking bagel. I will. Have you ever had a pizza bagel? Delicious. But not for breakfast. I don't know. Not for breakfast. I, I don't know what he's talking That's about. That's a lunch. Folks. I don't know what he's talking about. You, you, you come on. I'll tomorrow That's a morning. Lunch. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to come over to your house. It's going to be like crack You're of not. dawn. Right? 7 he's afraid of my dog. He won't come here. <laughs> I'm afraid of your dog. I'll leave a pizza box right outside. But I'll keep on knocking on the door until your dog barks so much that you wake up and get the pizza. And I'm not going to leave. He will start barking immediately. You will leave immediately. <laughs> I'll eat the pizza immediately. You have no idea how afraid of this dog I am. Actually, but you know what? To get you to eat pizza in the morning. It's a different experience. You should eat it. Uh, absolutely not. It's not for breakfast. Fine, fine, fine. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. So, Paul is in lockstep with his Parisians, and he's still seeing what's going on around him, despite the fact that his press, despite the fact that his eyes are burnt right out of their right out of their sockets, and almost everybody else around him are the same. Like all his like guards and like guests and like people, and the, I think uh, I think the lady that we were talking about in the last chapter, the, who's complaining about the dust in the house, her eyes. Psh, Gone. This, They're she's gone. Like, she's like, this is why you don't let dust in. Her eyes fucking burnt out of her head like she was in the Wheel of Time Amazon show. Exactly. On Prime. That's it. Check That's it. it. Um, with this event, obviously, Paul's going to have to start like following in step with his prescience every single way. And I think there's like almost this change in Paul where he becomes less of this like cons- like Game of Thronesy sort of conspirator type to an actual leader. You know, we haven't seen him become the leader since like the second half of the first Doom book where he's telling people just like yeah, yeah. lay down, you know, chill out. Now stand up. Yeah, pretty much the chapter ends with uh Stilgar showing up going like, "My lord, your eyes. Your eyes they're they're fucked. Your eyes, my lord." <laughs> Balls like, "Yes." They are filled with Sweet chili heat. How many Doritos have you eaten, my lord? You see, you just see red hot chili peppers dancing in his eyeballs. Wanna get it, gotta get it to your papa. Well, flea, flea comes out right, and he's playing the bass. Have you seen a recent picture of Flea? I mean, I saw fucking Obi Wan Kenobi. That's true, and he was yeah. in that. <laughs> he looks fucked, he like looks- a Star Wars character. Like, he he looks, looks like a space junker. He looks like a space junker. <laughs> or a very inept bounty hunter chasing little girls in the forest. Yeah. He's living his best life. He just looks so, like, just... Uh, you can do that. But that's just, like, the life the life of life of Flea. Maybe we should do a Flea podcast. Cast? Maybe we should do a podcast about Flea. Well, that's podcasting. It's a big part of it. Idea. Maybe that'll be a side project, a little passion project where I follow Flea around. 
Uh, still, Stilgar shows up. They talk about the 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 fact that the stone burner is uh, atomic weapons, and that it's banned by the convention. Paul's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think they? Do you think they care? Whatever. Take me, take me to Cheney. And now he's see. Now we're kind of like stepping to the end game of this book. Pretty much where the yeah, chapter we're ends. getting. We're getting there. A little bit more, Oof. but I think a little bit more happening. A little bit. I just don't feel. I just don't feel gross at the end of this chapter. Which is nice. I mean, I do. I mean, I do, but the book didn't make me feel that way. A lot of the, this book does make you feel gro- gross, and like you said earlier, like I think they have closed the book, so to speak, on the whole on the whole baby situation. I think they're kind of like, all right, Paul's gonna have his own yeah. kid. We'll see where that goes, and then there's gonna be the stone burner stuff, and now it's now it's just trying to figure out the, who the Fremen conspirators we'll where it goes. Conspirators are. And more or less, Paul has kind of neutralized any other threats that were surrounding him with the help of, like, you know, some. Well, I guess so. I, I bet he thinks he has. I, I there's, there's, I bet well, Lickna is still out there. Lickna or, um, Sightail. Fake, yeah, Sightail. Well, Sightail's going fake out there. Lickna. Probably using that stone burner to use a pizza, make a pizza. Oh, hey. Salikna. Thank you for listening to another episode of Chapter by Chapter. Uh, of course, follow us on Twitter at Chap by Chap, on Instagram at Chapter by Chapter Podcast. Send us those sweet emails to Chapter by Chapter Podcast at gmail.com. And we will be back tomorrow for another exciting chapter. 18 of Dune Messiah! Hello, everybody. I hope everybody's having a good week so far. You know why I'm here. I'm here every every night. I'm doing this for you people. I want to thank three specific people. They're on my mind every single day. I, I, I want them to know how much I think of them because they're amazing. That is Degree for Women, Nicole, and Big Cheese Daddy, our Gouda Grandmasters over on our Patreon. They support this show so much. I can't, I can't thank them enough. If you guys want to be like them, you want to support us, you want to listen to Steve and I bicker all the time, head over to our Patreon. The link is right there in the description. Pick a, pick a tier that works for you. I don't know. There's, there's a couple of different options. See what you like. You know, you never know. You never know. It's like Pandora's box. Paul's box. 